And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Be having some oval teen. We should, or round teen. <laughs> or round teen. Why is it called oval teen? But just do this make this fucking show part of your routine. Ooh! I did it. Bam! <laughs> Another big one. Two points for the double Z. Oh, excuse me. I have to go to the Lutrine. Uh, snap! Snap! He's nailed it, people. Rufus is on fire tonight. Watch out. Welcome to the show. If you've been listening to the news, I feel sorry for you because news is always bad. Remember when we were going to invent Silver Linings Network? Where oh yeah. Bad story had like a like a happy um, segue. Would that be a segue? I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe just a, a happy point yeah. of view. But right. there's two problems with that. The, the first problem is first you got to watch the news, which I don't want to do because it's all depressing. I know it's in your face though. But then you have to watch it so so much and so focused to look for the silver lining that ultimately you don't find one and you're just even more depressed. Uh, here's the, here you go. Uh, the coronavirus has now killed 3,000 people. The silver lining is 38% of people think that the coronavirus comes from drinking Corona beer. I saw that. Why, why aren't these the people that get killed? Because they're dumb. Yeah, it should just be like a no-brainer. That's if you think that, you automatically catch the coronavirus. <laughs> you should be given the coronavirus. Are you scared of the coronavirus, Rufus? No, I'm not scared of the coronavirus. I wasn't scared of SARS. I'm not scared of MERS or the avian flu. I've, none of that shit ever shakes me. 
you are a fucking nerves of steel, this man, folks. You should see him. He's a he's a pretty fucking handsome, robust devil. You don't have to worry about him getting the fucking coronavirus. He he only drinks Bud Light. Well, what I've noticed about most bad things is they always tend to happen to other people. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was thinking about that the other day. Maybe that's how life is. Maybe bad things never happen to you necessarily, and in your reality is it just keeps fucking going, and you I don't th- know it. I think we live in a simulation where each one of us in our own simulation is the hero, right. and all the bad things happen to other people. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. But then what, when wouldn't bad things happen to you? Well, I mean, that's a weird way to put it. That's very strange. Maybe me and you are sharing the same simulation. Can we at least do that? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Well, we created the simulation, so of course we're sharing it. Well, future versions of us did. That's what I mean. Or past versions. Ooh, look at you getting deep. Is that possible that we didn't remember a past version? Anything's possible. Thing, we did create it. We created Hypersloth. This is our fucking reality. This is what we did. <laughs> Amen. We're not actors in it. We are it. We're the deities of it. Folks, thanks for listening to this very important episode of Hypersoft Half Hour where the, the uh, origins of Hypersoft are finally revealed for their, what their true meaning was. I think if you look deep enough in the Bible, I guarantee, I guarantee there is the word hyper and the word sloth. And somewhere in between we'd be able to put them together. I bet you could probably figure that out in some way. Even even if you had to like count the letters in a paragraph. Yeah, that's and... what I was gonna say. You can go to the Genesis book, right? And I'm sure you can find hyper H Y P E R spelled <laughs> yeah. out in like one paragraph, right? Just using the letters jumbled together. Then sloth in the very next paragraph, and it has to be the creation book, does it not? Abs- absolutely. You, you can we can probably start a whole fucking religion based on that stupid fucking word jumble. We probably. Of course you can. People are dumb. People think you're, you're going right. to get coronavirus from beer. Right. You're, you're exactly right. We, that's, it's a no-brainer. We could easily do that. And then we'll, it's just a Patreon. We'll promise them salvation from the coronavirus and yet all the corona beer they can drink. There you go. For uh, a mail-order subscription where a case of corona costs $250 to have shipped to your house, but it will come through straight from a drop shipper hired by Hypersloth <laughs> Industries to make sure that you get it in, in time. Yeah, but certified virus-free. That What we need to do is like these fucking guys are doing now, these, these evangelists are selling this uh, silver spray, right? Like colloidal silver spray, saying that it will cure this fucking virus. So what we need to do is just a fucking case of corona and a very small thing of colloidal silver spray. Why are they selling $1,000 silver instead of – shouldn't they be selling holy water? Isn't that, shouldn't that be their stick? I guess that's it now, but you know what? You can't put a real price on holy water, so if you add something in – well, I'm sure at one point some huckster was selling just what he called holy water, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Urine. Now they call it – Why don't we do that? And we'll <laughs> call it holy water. They call it Evian now. <laughs> yeah, they, they call – I think they call it Ice Mountain or one of the <laughs> – well, I think what's what's the Walmart brand? Great Value Ice Mountain. Great Value Holy Water. <laughs> Snow Hill. Buy it in the bulk. Oh, they have a couple different brands at Walmart, do they? I thought it was I, always Great Value. I just made that up. I don't know. Snow Hill. I like it, Rufus. That's got legs. That's got legs. Those have legs. So yeah, I'm trying not to be. I'm not really afraid of the coronavirus either. Unless someone I know – here's a weird story. My sister lives in Portland, Oregon, 
Yeah. She got a letter sent home from school the other day. You know that there's a patient four or three in fucking Oregon, and it just happens to go the teacher that taught that had suspected coronavirus. I'm going to say suspected or alleged Suspect. coronavirus because I don't sure. know results are back yet, but uh, is in like two miles from her house. Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Her kids don't go to school there. Somehow it's one of those weird things, but she got a letter and she's like, my sister's freaking out. She's totally freaking out. Well, hopefully whoever wrote the letter doesn't have coronavirus because it'd be all all over the letter. I was looking this up earlier, right? Now, they're saying that it's being spread by community spread. That's what they're calling it. It spreads like the flu, right? Just sneezing and coughing. These people have never visited any of these people that got they have coronavirus, right? Yeah. And they haven't, like, those people haven't been to where these people are. How, I mean, I was looking this up here, and like, how does community spread, then actually, how does someone get it, right? Like, how do you, if you don't know anybody that has it, and you haven't been around anybody that has it, and those people haven't been to your house, or your store, or whatever, how do you fucking get it, then? Maybe there's a lot of people that are like typhoid Marys. They get it. They don't know it. They don't know it. It doesn't bother them at all, but they're able to transmit it. And so you end up just meeting people but they, who don't I, have it. They're like talking to these people, and who did you interact with, right? And they can't figure out how it's fucking connected. Well, I guess we're all doomed. Maybe. Maybe some of you are. I mean, I've been a very good person. I don't even kill like moths when I find them, so I'm, I'm fine with it. Some but, days I'm even like, take me now, Lord, take me now. So, isn't it just like every flu? It's just the very young and the very old that are getting killed. That's it's, the unfortunate part, Rufus. No, it is not. It's strapping young I'm, men like us. Some worse news for you, or for me, anyways. I saw that now the regular flu is taking more people between forty-five and like fifty-nine than ever. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking news for me. I'm like. Wait a minute. Now I've reached that. You know, before I was like, oh, old people and kids. I'm good. <laughs> now somehow my the age bracket has gone down to include me for old people. And not even old people. Like, old people are out surviving people that are our age that are getting the regular flu. But I've had I've had the flu a few times. It's not that bad. It sucks for, like, two weeks. But it's not like I've never been, like, bedridden or in the hospital. What is, what is, it, what is like it about the flu? Dude. Never hear the one that gets you, I guess. You just get flu so bad. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, you got to realize that a lot of people our age probably are in very poor health. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're probably drug addicts. I mean, there's a lot of reasons people could have weakened immune systems and aren't as robust as us. Or they can't afford insurance, so just don't go to the doctor. You know what? They're saying that's going to be the problem with the coronavirus. Right, is that people aren't going to want to spend the money to go to the doctor because they're saying the average cost right now is three thousand bucks. Fuck that. To treat it. I'll All get right? some Robitussin and stay home. See, I knew you would say that. You're lucky though, dude. You're omniscient, so you're not going to get sick. Just stop this thing right now. I'm not going to stop it because I know I have the powers to, as part of the mighty hypersloth. It was uh, mentioned in the first book, the first paragraph of Genesis. Yeah. But I. I'm not going to stop it. It's kind of on you to stop it. I'm stepping out on this one. I want you to personally take take care of the coronavirus. Man, I got way too much shit to do. 
<laughs> yeah, I get it. I know that you were working on like were you building a coffee table or something? Well, we're we're both not only at the center of the simulation as the heroes, but our future or past selves are also like maintaining it. So we're fucking busy, man. That's we, true. We can't focus on curing coronavirus. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking of stuff that's not even going to happen for another like 1,100 years. Right. We got to plan ahead for this simulation. You're my day planner, dude. <laughs> it's like six gigs. <laughs> six gigs. Out, there was by the month there was like I think. 26,000 months or something. Uh, I got to I store mine in the cloud. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. Because I, now we just need to invent what is the opposite of the cloud eventually, which will be people going back to hard drives when the cloud I mean surely the cloud's going to fail at some point, right? I mean honestly. Well, I'm I'm sure some kind of major cyber attack is going to fuck the cloud up That's one day. Right. And then they're going to realize that, you know what, the fucking cloud was a dumbass fucking idea. <laughs> I'm not, who is the cloud convenient for? I don't work off of the cloud. I guess that I'm aware of. I do actually through Adobe, but, you know, not because I want to, but I don't store my shit on the cloud. Nothing important, no. Yeah, because, you, I mean, at any moment, they'd be like, oh, get the fucking cloud turned into rain and took a shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. You read our terms and services or whatever the fuck they call <laughs> That's it. right. You're fucked over. Nothing that we told you. You should have put nothing on the cloud. We said it right in the fucking terms. <laughs> it's 24 <laughs> pages, and the last line is none of this shit's guaranteed. No, it's like fucking 13th line of page 11. Right? Oh, they bury it. Yeah, under something that's like uh, subterms of term one of paragraph four. And you're just like, oh, that's probably not an important one because they don't ever put the important stuff in the middle. It's always at the beginning or at the end, right? Oh, all right. The When's the last time you actually read. read through a fucking I, – I, I must be the world's most trusting person because I just fucking go, yes, I totally agree with everything you're about to do to me. But that's why I use a fake email for everything. I'll tell you what the best fake email to put in. I put an asshole at gmail.com. Never gets like put it in a fucking realistic email. Obviously, someone at asshole or fuckhead at gmail.com. <laughs> a lot of fucking, a lot of junk mail thanks to me. Well, what happens if you're supposed to like, you got to like verify the email before whatever you're signing up for works? Uh, then I have to put in a legitimate other email. That other, yeah, I've got a few others too. It doesn't get regular play unless I. Let me put it this way: it's one of those emails where. Almost every time I sign in, I have to do a password reset. Right. It's it's your it's your porn website email, isn't it? No, that's right on my phone, dude. I don't have. I don't need any things. I got a shortcut. I got. <laughs> you sign in with facial recognition. Yes. <laughs> no, knuckle knuckle recognition. Knuckle. <laughs> I, I do a, I do scrote sack recognition. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it picks up every mole and bump. I do. I do what they call a vein, a bottom of the penis vein recognition. Oh my god! Uh, surely that's a thing. Honestly, let's be realistic. Should be. It should be. That's the next step. I mean, nobody's probably veins on the bottom side of their penis are the same, right? Taint, taint recognition. That'd there be good. You, go. you just sit down on your webcam. Oh, that's all you would have to do. And before you know, we're just selling fucking uh, porn shares. <laughs> With plexiglass bottoms that are totally see-through, so you can record your whole episode. 
Camp check in by Taint Cam. Check out my camp. <laughs> I, dare, I dare you to go to like a live sporting event or something coming to you now from Taint Cam. And it's just a picture of like the bottom of your underwear. Oh, hang on. I got to shut down Bye. Taint Cam. Cam. Taint Cam. Oh, my God. <laughs> surely there is a fuck. Honestly, surely. There's got to be. Sure. No, not necessarily a Taint Cam, but a fetish. Yes. Oh, yeah. People just want to see nothing but taint. I'm sure there's websites dedicated to it. Taintophiles. Ooh. Taint-o-files. Well, you know, you, you did get my text about I was going to tell my wife I was going to call myself a pedophile. Pete supporter, but I'm like, I don't really think that has a nice ring to it. No, no, that that might be misunderstood, Zigzag. Yeah, it could be. I'm a pedophile. I'm going to get a shirt made. <laughs> Then they would just think I was a child molester and uh, someone who was very poor at spelling. Yeah. Here's what I want to do to people on fucking line that spell loser wrong. Can I kill people? I think those people are part of the 38% that uh, believe that the coronavirus gives you, or corona beer gives you coronavirus. How are I they spelling it? Two O's? Yes. Just it drives wrong. me fucking insane. I mean, I really... I, I almost can't believe that people would do that. You know what I mean? Dude, okay. I, I dropped out of college. My my entire college career was a waste, but I did I was there to major in English literature and writing. Yes. So internet grammar drives me up the fucking wall. Whether it's loser or misusing their oh, or, yeah. or your or any of that shit. It just uh and That's especially like- when, when somebody's trying to be like Super smart and intelligent, make a witty comeback, and then they they fuck up something like that. I'm like, you got it mostly. That's where I see loser mostly. You're like, wow, you know what I mean? You wasted all that typing and all that anger to get the word loose to call me a looser. You know, I gotta I gotta say if if uh, if you're using the word loser in a counter counter argument, your argument can't be that good because that's like a kind of a trump. Use. That's exactly what it is too. It's like they just immediately go to moron, loser. Uh, those are pretty much the two. I learned what that's called. It's called ad hominem attack. Yeah, right. It is where you can't argue on the facts, so you just do something like that. Exactly. I, I literally learned that like two days ago. Did you really? I did. Surely, I, you know what? I it hasn't been that long since I learned it either. But what did you ever think the ad hominem was? Before that, I thought it was the salad dressing. <laughs> I thought it was like I thought that's what uh, on the honeymooners Ralph Norton's buddy say. Didn't he say ad hominem, hominem, hominem? <laughs> that I don't know. I don't recall that. I think he did do something like that. By the way, what was his name? Norton. Norton, thank you. God damn it, <laughs> dude! I got a feeling we're gonna kill it tonight. <laughs> Hopefully they ask a lot of coronavirus and uh, honeymooners questions. Yeah, 1950s sitcom questions. Unfortunately, I am well versed in the 1950s sitcom because when I was growing up, we didn't have cable. And this is so odd. On the yeah. weirdest fucking channel we had, which was w, uh, WHME Channel 46, was like the religious channel during the day, right? But then uh-huh. after school, at like 3 o'clock, it turned into showing like Little House on the Prairie, the honeymooners. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, right? Like all these I, were probably super cheap to buy back then. You know what I mean? But now that oh, I'm yeah. thinking about it, 
they probably were doing some sort of what they considered brainwashing by putting that stuff on right after school. You know what I mean? The kids come home and watch it. But then, I mean, think about all those shows kind of have an okay vibe to it. I mean, there's like a lesson in every fucking Little House on the Prairie episode. That's true. Remember when Albert came home from the Civil War and he was addicted to heroin? I, you know, I don't remember that, but I do remember you telling me about that. It's fucking crazy as fucking thing. I mean, that is crazy. And in another one, a guy had a drinking problem. I mean, they really were trying to tackle what, I mean, I guess all those kinds of problems have been going on for a long fucking time, like drug problems and shit like that, you know, and I guess yeah, well, I'm sure that they had some kind of fever that went around. It was coronavirus. I bet. I think it was scarlet fever. Might have been. No, but we didn't have cable either. And so, like, I was a latchkey kid, you know? So during the summers, I was home alone. We lived in the country. I had no friends. My nearest friend was a mile away. I had to ride my bike to get there. So I I mean, no friends nearby. And so all all day, all summer, I was watching uh, these old syndicated reruns. It was I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Oh my God, is Laura Petrie the fucking hottest woman to ever be on fucking TV? My first celebrity crush. No fucking joke. And then, honestly, I got to say, uh, Lucy Ricardo is a yes. close second for me. Yes, I'm with She's you on hot. that. There is just something about those older 50s, early 60s looks that are fucking right on the money. Yeah, yeah, because they look hot but not slutty. Right. You know? Exactly. You're like, what's under there? Then you see Laura Petra, and you're like, fucking heaven. Heaven is under there. Yeah, she was. She always was a little vocal, maybe a little bit wacky. You know what I mean? Laura Petra was known to cry at the drop of a hat. She was. Yeah. But she she was vocal. She She stood her ground. That's true. She did. Going for her. Dick Van Dyke was a lucky man to be tapping that. Yes, he was. Even though they slept in separate beds. Or did they? One point. They actually had an episode where they were going to get a, the same bed to sleep in. I thought that was. I thought they got a sex swing. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a sex swing. I think it was. I, th- I think that that was the episode where uh, she pegged Dick Van Dyke. Right? <laughs> it was a very special moment was, in the history of the show. It was a two-part episode, and the first part it was. It, Dick Van Dyke surprised her with the, the anal beads for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. Now. And she said, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you. And she pegged him. Right. And you know what's funny is I think Fred Mertz was in that episode. And it was actually Fred Mertz that ended up pegging Dick Van Dyke, not Mary Tyler Moore. That was kind of a moral to the story. Wow. It was the the first and only uh, DP on, <laughs> on early, early TV and 60s TV. <laughs> it was groundbreaking. And, yep. uh, and anal rim breaking as well. It, it, it's crazy because I Love Lucy was getting flack for showing a pregnant woman, and yet over on the Dick Van Dyke show, they're just having butt sex. You know what the coolest thing about the Lucy show was? If you ever saw the episode where she gets trapped in her shower with the shower on, and the water goes up the fucking door till she's like floating in the shower. I don't think I've seen that. Really? That episode? Oh my god, dude. I can't tell you how many times I tried to fucking recreate that <laughs> in our shower at home. I've not seen that that I can recall, but I've I've tried to do that too. We had a when I was a kid, we had the sliding glass bathroom doors, and I was hoping I could just make a pool out of it. This you know, like a door that like opens and closes, and you could I could get like this much water up against the glass, right? But then I would oh. get scared and take the washcloth uh, off 
of the bottom of the drain, right, and let it drain out because I knew if the door fucking opened, oh, I got to hold the door shut the whole time. Too much yeah. pressure. Exactly. So yeah, I, I you have to almost check out that episode to to uh, appreciate that. But you know what else? I we the Three Stooges used to be on that show too. Yep. Three They're Stooges. On that, that lineup. And now there was a. I don't know if you ever actually learned anything from the Three Stooges. Did any of the did the Three Stooges episode have like a moral or a never a, a direction? No, there were cart there were live action cartoons. They had no point other than smacking each other around. Other than poking each other in the eyes and hitting each other in the. I wonder how many uh, skull fractures the the Three Stooges are good for because didn't they use like hit each other in the head with fucking frying pans frying pans mallet hammers right exactly cranking people's skulls in a vice surely someone did that and for those guys to get fucked over like mo howard died penniless damn really yeah isn't that crazy they didn't pay him shit i mean they didn't get any fucking residuals basically they just were like salaried fucking actors in that shit crazy isn't that crazy that is crazy Ship should have been a fucking millionaire. Ship. Give me your wait a minute. Give me your favorite third. Uh, your favorite third stooge. So, well, wait. My favorite third. So, who are we counting as the first two? Mo and Larry. Of course. Okay, so it's either Curly Shemp or the other fat guy that was. Oh, Joe was his name. Joe. Well, obviously he's not my favorite because I forgot his name. And he was like a. Remade Curly. I gotta say, uh, I mean, I almost want to say Curly because I kind of have to, and I really like Curly. I but Ship Ship had his own thing. At least he wasn't trying Ship's to recreate Curly. His Ship's hair was so greasy and yeah, floppy. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would agree with you on this. That Ship and Curly are fucking—they're even to me. You know I think I mean? so too because they're so unique. Right. That's true. Ship. I, mean, I do feel like this. So I feel like Shep was a little smarter than Curly. He was. He was definitely smarter. Curly was the special needs person. I mean, the character. But Shep was, he had some wits about him. He was like a smarter Larry. He, he, yeah, he was like, yeah, he probably was smarter than Larry, but he had bad luck. That was Shemp's fucking problem. Now, those guys were all three brothers in real life, right? Larry, Moe, and Curly. I think, uh, I don't remember. I think two were brothers and one was a cousin or something like. But yeah, they were all related. I wonder how many kids were named. How come we don't meet a lot of Curlies? I don't, I'm going to name my next child Curly. What an awesome name for a bald guy, though. Right? <laughs> I mean, that. I'm sorry, that fucking worked. What his real name was? Curly. I think Larry and Curly were actually brothers in real life. All right, let's look it up. I got to see what his real name was. Curly Howard. That rolls off the tongue, that Curly I'm Howard's sure good name. Uh, uh, I wonder if Charles. I'm going to say Charles. Oh, here we go. Jerome Lester Horwitz. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Curly Howard, I hear it. I hear it in there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Are you finding out if they're brothers? Because I really do think that Larry and Curly were brothers in real life. Holy shit, he was short too, 5'5". Five five. Really? Yeah. How much did he weigh? Was he because yeah, he looked pretty fat? Uh, didn't have weight. That means they all were probably that fucking height. 
honestly. Hey. Okay, here's Mo Howard. Mo Mo was five three. Yeah, I was gonna say because Curly always seemed like the big one. Horowitz, Moses Harry Horowitz was Mo's name. So they're brothers, obviously. All right, Larry Fine. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Larry it was Jewish. Uh, Louis Feinberg. Ah, I knew it. And, and he was five five four. He had an interesting look too. Why well, see you almost think his name would have been Curly. Yeah, but it's comedy. You gotta switch it. I get it, I get it. They should have called him Baldy. And Larry Fine was the inspiration for the voice of uh Stimpy the Cat in the Ren and Stimpy cartoons. Really? Larry was. Uh, the the first time I saw a Ren and Stimpy cartoon, I was like, holy fuck, that cat sounds like Larry from the Three Stooges. So you're guessing that, or you know that for a fact? No, I know that for a fact. It's an impression, basically. It sounds exactly it's like him. Impression is just fucking right on point. Well, I also read an article where they confirmed it. Well, I know, but I'm saying that your intuition was there. Don't you like it when you're right? Don't you love it? You know what? You ever do this? You ever... Like, someone calls you up and says they didn't get an email or you didn't finish a project or something, and you know you did, right? But then you start to think maybe you didn't. Yeah. But then you find out that you did and you were right. Isn't that, that the best fucking feeling in the world? That explains a lot of my fucking uh, work life, actually. <laughs> a lot of a lot mine of self-doubt too. and then finding out, oh, wait, I did do that. Mine, too. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but... It just becomes so mundane that you're doing it fucking automatically. So you're like, I don't remember one particular instance right. when I did that, but I know that I fucking did it because that's just how I am. Yep. But I just love when I'm right and the other person's wrong, even though the other person insists that they're right. Yeah, well, fuck them. And it's just a good fe- it's that weight off your shoulders where you're like, ah, yeah. I am right. I hate to say that's kind of how I started the weekend was on that kind of high. I kind of did, too, but what's your tale? I uh, just did some paperwork that uh, I knew that I did, mundane bullshit paperwork, right, that I was sending to the the state for this marijuana thing in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I fucking did it, but, of course, I didn't have my files with me, right? And I'm like, uh, I don't – I was at my office, and I didn't have my files. I left it at my hard drive at home because I work from, a like, a remote hard drive. Yeah. And I knew that I did it, and I'm like, I'm sure I did it. And then after a while, like an hour, I'm like, did I do that? Maybe I didn't do that. You know what I mean? And then finally, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll just check my outgoing mail. Right? Yeah. Sure that it was sent. And there it was. And I'm like, yep, I'm fucking right. Oh, yes. Shit. Bullshit. Fuckhead. How about you? Tell me what happened to you, Rufus. Well, it's a little indirect. I got a voiceover company, and I've got like, I don't know, 150 voice actors that kind of do shit. They get hired by people. <clears throat> and this one gal got hired last week to do a voiceover, right? And I get an, an angry email from the client this morning. I wake up. She's like, I, you know, I ordered this voiceover from this actress you know, last week, and I haven't received it yet, and it was due two days ago. And I was like, I know this, this actress. I know that she's always like – doing shit on time right i checked and sure enough she had uploaded her audio like three days ago so i emailed back and i was like check your fucking junk folder you idiot uh, oh well that's what i was thinking but i was like i you know i'm pretty sure but whatever and sure enough got back oh yeah it showed up two days ago right and, and i, I think just, you know what fuck the junk mail folder 
You know what I mean? Because it seems like the only shit that goes in there is my important shit. In other it's people, only it's my important shit, too, yes. So it can't just be just us, you know what I mean? There's no way. It's like, I'm like to these fucking retards, turn off your fucking attachments filter or whatever bullshit filter you've got on your yeah. junk mail or your mail when you know you've asked me to send you a fucking file attached to a fucking email. And, and why, and why, just talking about email clients in general, like, why does the junk folder exist if it's not going to collect all the junk and nothing but junk? Because my inbox is nothing in it. No, my inbox is full of fucking junk this thing doesn't catch. But then I look at my junk folder, and there's like an email from my insurance company that I need and <laughs> all kinds of shit. Oh, my God. The sad part is my – I feel like I must not have my filter set up right because my junk mail has nothing in it ever. It has like four fucking things in it. Probably That's important good. shit, like you're saying. Well, no, that just means all I'm getting all the fucking bullshit emails in my regular email that I spend. The other day I was looking, it, it, I got a thing saying my email was 95% full, right? Sure. It's round cube. So I'm like, round right. cube. Yeah, okay. I'm like, I guess I'll start looking at shit to clear out, right? Yeah. So I start going, they show you 50 or whatever things on a page. And I'm looking through and I'm like, Oh, my God, because I think that I've already uh, erased these on my phone, right? Yeah, right. But I'm not sure if I have or not. Maybe I didn't because, you know, the phone only shows you like six fucking emails, basically. So I'll just swipe and get rid of one or whatever, but I'm sure I missed quite a few in there. But I'm like, all of this is fucking junk mail, like 4% of the 95 fucking percent of shit that I need is, is the real fucking emails. You know, and I hate to get rid of fucking any emails. And Roundcube gave me quite a scare a while back. It has this thing where uh, if you drag across the top, it'll, like, do this thing where it, you can decide how you want to display the emails. Okay. Right? Yes. And it'll say front to back, you know, ascending, descending. And there's something on there for some reason that always gets fucking tripped on mine now, I've noticed. Okay. It shows, like, fucking only, like, 50 emails. And they go back to, like, 2017. Flipped it like that one time, and I didn't know it. This is oh. the first time it happened, and I thought I lost every fucking email that I had sent, except for, like, these 30 fucking emails that were in this folder or whatever, however it was showing up, and I was shitting in my pants. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, my God. You know, because a lot of that shit, I'm like, if, if I ever need to do that, I'm right thing. I need those fucking emails. Oh, yeah, dude. I tried to say it's every fucking... It's funny because Roundkey fucked me up the, the other day too because I was trying to uh, – I was uh, like unsubscribing to all the bullshit you get that you don't really want. Right. And so I would – I was looking up newsletters, unsubscribing, then I'd go back and delete all the newsletters. And so I did a search for this one newsletter, and it came up, and there was like you know, 200 emails over, over time. So I did select all, delete. Well, it deleted all my fucking email, like every goddamn bit of it. Oh, because it selected every email in every folder when you did that? Yes. So be be warned. Luckily, it was in you know the the trash, right? Which was temporary, so I I restored it. But I I freaked the fuck out too because ev- literally everything was gone, and I thought it was just that that search that I was going to delete. Yeah, their search function fucking sucks ass. It does. It really does. 
So uh, what have you been doing this weekend, Rufus, other than avoiding other people? Are you going to get a mask? Are you thinking about getting a couple of masks? Have you ordered <clears throat> You mean for coronavirus? No, it hasn't crossed my mind. Really? You're going to miss out. You're not watching enough CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network, dude. They're telling people to, like, fucking stock up on – how odd is this? On these channels, dude, they sell, like, doomsday prepper shit. Like for, buckets of fucking rice and macaroni and cheese and shit. Like five-gallon buckets. How the, odd is that? For the revelation? I, I mean, I guess that's what they're counting on. There's a, obviously there's a good profit margin in it, but... They're counting on the Democrats taking their guns. And they're <laughs> going to have to... That's right. That's what they're all running on, taking your guns. That's what someone should run on, just to see what happens. I'm sure stated the right way and spun the right way. At some point, the people who, the 38% of people who think the corona started the coronavirus would be like, we need them to take all our guns. We got to take our guns. That's true. Just say the guns are infected with coronavirus. Oh, hell. Our guns cause abortion. (laughs) They use guns for abortions? Our guns raise your IQ. I don't want no guns. (laughs) My IQ is fine right where it's at. I like it in the low 50s. Me too. It's easy to count. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I can count almost to my IQ. <laughs> I can count my IQ on one hand, and that's how I like it. <laughs> and that's all I need to know about that. <laughs> that's right. I don't know. I think that basically, and I'm not even going to say the Republicans or the Democrats or anybody, but I'm thinking the way that the world, or not the world necessarily, but the United States has evolved is exactly, in my personal opinion, where are the people who wanted it to be 50 years ago put into motion to be like it is right now? You know what I mean? It's like a long-term fucking plan to keep fucking people stupid, keep them busy doing fucking stupid shit so they can't fucking yeah. think for themselves and feed them a bunch of fucking garbage. You know what I mean? So you can mold their minds to fucking mush. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Shit took a wild turn. I think it it all happened when corporations became, yeah, quote unquote people. Yeah, when they can give donations to fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's there. There's definitely something. I think gerrymandering has led. Okay, let's just say it. you're now you're blaming the Republicans, and I'm with you 100 percent on all that. <laughs> all right, I just want to give a shout out. I'm eating some hot sauce before the hot sauce show tonight. That's hot as fuck. Just so you know. Well, what is it? This place where that I have near, we're near near where I live is a wings place, right? Sure. And uh, they have a thing called the wall sauce because if you can finish a basket of chicken wings with this fucking shit on it, you get your picture taken and put up on the wall. And uh, I don't ever, I've never tried the challenge, but I've sat with guys who tried the fucking challenge before. Yeah. Because if you eat the wing sauce a little bit of time, it's hot, but it's not that bad. But when they bring you the wings. Right, like covered in the sauce. Oh, it's shit. It's like a fucking mountain of sauce on these fucking things. Oh, damn. But then I was sitting with this guy, Jody Sheets is his name. Fucking God rest his soul, the guy died a couple years ago. But uh, he was a, he was an overweight guy, but he was a hell of a fucking nice guy. And uh, he fucking hacked it, right? I was sitting with him, and he's like, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, really, Jody? You're fucking crazy. I mean, this is back when we used to have like 10 beers at fucking lunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And uh, so he's like, yeah, I got a game plan. And he wouldn't tell me his fucking game plan, right? And I'm like, okay. 
So Uh-oh. you got to eat your fries and all your bullshit with that too. You know what I mean? But you can drink a beer. And they got at this place they have these those thirty two ounce mugs. Yeah. Oh, they go down so fucking fast. You haven't had a good lunch until you had fourteen of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um. What's the place so, called again? Just real quick. Wings, etc. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that I link to it in the uh, show description. All right. All right. So uh, he orders his wings, big wall challenge, right? So all the people come out and they fucking like sing a little song for you before you do the little wings challenge. Sure. And he gets the wings, and what does he do? Fucking guy's smart. He starts tearing all the meat off the fucking wings. Okay. Right. So he's not putting the wing to his face and trying to do it like that. He starts just ripping the fucking wings apart. Oh. And, and just starts shoveling the fucking meat in his mouth. Nice. And Jody has his picture on the wall. Really? Etc. He does. Yes, he does. There's like 15 locations now, but back then there was only one location. Well, there was two locations. Has it been on a man versus food? No, it has not because I don't. There's a, there's quite a few people on the wall the they call it the the wall of fire right Ooh, cool and uh, there's like a there's probably God at that one alone there's probably fucking two hundred people on the fucking wall I mean it's hot but it could be done because it's not like one of these things most of the ones I've noticed are Madden versus food that he fails is just too much fucking food to eat yeah right? it's never too hot but it's right. like Here's fucking six gallons of ice cream made into a banana split. That you know I mean? sound yeah, you could. Yeah. Who could fucking eat that? I mean, I could have been, when we lived on Roehampton, I could guarantee you that I could have anything that anybody put in front of me. Well, me too, but I don't need a t-shirt that bad. Rufus, I saw where, uh, remember when we went to see, what movie did we go see at the theater? Oh, that Will Smith movie where Alien. Was, no, what was that Will Smith, Men in Black? No. No, it was uh, Independence Day. Independence Day. Thank you. I saw where they're going to be maybe bulldozing the Southgate Theater. Was that the theater we saw it at? It's the theater that we fucking saw it at. And that was where was our? I can see it in my mind. Uh, I guess it was it on Ben White. I think it was on Ben White. Yeah, I think I thought they already bulldozed that. Southgate Theater. They probably don't call it Southgate now. They call it some stupid yeah. gentrified name. Right. Like Southfield. I remember seeing that movie, though. We were high and drunk. Good time. Well, hell yeah. Ride there in your escort? Do what? Did we ride there in your escort? Well, if I drove, then I guess we did. Yeah, we did. I remember sitting in the passenger seat of your escort drinking a Bush 40. <laughs> a Bush in a 40. paper bag. I remember, dude, this is one of those memories I can tell you like that time I took acid. I remember that day. Really? Like, fucking yesterday. Isn't that strange? Why is that? I don't know. It's not even like that good a movie. I mean, it's fun. It wasn't that. It was just us going to the movie. That's like something I never did, ever. Really? Why'd you do it that day? Because we were high and drunk, probably. It's a good motivator. And the cable box was probably disconnected at fucking Roehampton. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we probably were fucking talking about it at the sub shop, I'm guessing. And we're like, let's go see that movie. Yeah. I mean, at Southgate Theater, though, it was like a 
that was a movie that had already been out for a while. Isn't that kind of how Southgate was? I think we only paid a buck to see that movie. I think it was one of those dollar theaters. They still exist. We got one around here. Yeah, we've got one around here, too, actually. Because the regular fucking theater experience is like fucking 40 bucks now. It's dumb. We, uh, we, we sneak in the candy. What? Oh, yeah. Been doing that for years. Oh, shit. We're just not catching up. I'm sneaking in hot dogs now. <laughs> I'm sneaking in a George Foreman grill next time. I wonder what would happen. What do you think they would do if you showed up to a fucking movie theater with a pizza? We're like, yeah, we're taking this in. The 14-year-old manager would probably try to stand up to you. You really think so? Yeah, but then you could just shoulder your way past them. You can throw a fucking piece of hot pizza in his face, and that'll fucking show him. <laughs> Get it piping hot and smear it right in his acne-covered face. That would be awesome to do, like, a Michael Carbonaro, where you just, like, sneak things into the fucking theater that you would that you they would have to assume that they would see you come in with. Like a pizza box or a fucking inflatable, not even inflatable, like a giant teddy bear or something. Uh, you could do a thing where you have a team of people that go in and see a movie and then a movie and then a movie, but then each one is hiding a piece of something under a chair. Yeah, there you go. I was thinking if we went, say me and you went to the fucking movie theater, we could each bring like half a fucking pizza. Why not? That's where women have it easy, because you can't really put a pizza in your wallet. You can in a backpack. Would they let you take a backpack in? Why not? I don't know, dude, because a movie theater, I don't want to say this. This is going to sound morbid. But when I go to the fucking movie, it's like the first fucking serial killing happened at a fucking movie theater, right? With Yeah. Uh, when Lincoln got shot. <laughs> not necessarily a movie theater, but a theater nonetheless. Sure. Because I don't know. When I'm in a movie theater, I'm like looking around like, okay, which one of these fucking whack jobs could be fucking holding a gun or have a gun in their pants? Why? I'm like... Going in, I'm like, why is there not a metal detector here? You know what's weird? Is when our our son was born, when he was a, a mere baby, we had uh, the grandmother come over to babysit, and we went out for a movie. We are like, we're going to fucking go see a movie. And we went and saw the 2008 Batman movie in the theater, and a fight broke out between some dude and his girlfriend. And this dude was like wildly fucking nuts. It wasn't just like a little argument. I mean, they were, they were like standing up. And doing some shit, and he was starting to like walk up and down the aisles and start acting crazy. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and people had to bring him out. And it was also that same movie where that one dude dressed up like the Joker and went into a theater and mowed down people with a fucking assault rifle. Is there some kind of trigger there? I don't know. Maybe a subliminal message or something. But yeah, you know, I mean, you're you're stuck in a big room with a bunch of people, and everybody's vulnerable. Yeah, and, and somebody could be fucking nuts. Dude, I'm just realizing now that I think a lot more people are nuts than we ever fucking previously thought. I think the internet accelerates it. I think you're right. I think it just turned into a snowball where being a fucking nut is almost acceptable. You can find other nuts and, and just, like, start. Your- <laughs> yeah, there's, like, fucking power in numbers. There is, yeah. There's yeah. confirmation. You know and- what they should do? Background checks for the internet. They should. Nobody should be allowed the internet without a background check. All right. That's exactly right. And we should start up the company that does the internet background checks for thirty nine ninety five. Subscription. 
Not no. one time. You know what? Month. We'll just fucking do the licensing. We'll sell there you a go. license for 40 bucks that says you're a fucking up-and-up person that can use the fucking uh, internet safely, right? Sure. Do a little background check on you, and then you were like, you don't talk to anybody but the other normal people. And we sell a license for 39 bucks a year, and you renew it, and then you know you're fucking legit. You know you're talking to legit people. But we get to de- determine who's normal, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> First of all, the only normal people are going to be signing up for the, the <laughs> version of the Bible that shows hypersloth written out in jumbled letters in the first fucking creation story. Which is going to be the new version. Well, yes, exactly. What the King James Version 7 now? I mean, how many versions has there been, and why do they keep thinking they can change it and rewrite it? Why not? I mean, I know. How many times has it been rewritten over the fucking course of, what, 2,000 years? Well, you got to make money off it somehow. You can't write a sequel. That's true. You could add, uh, maybe do what we should do is just say that we were stumbling. We were in, <laughs> we happened to be in some biblical area, and we stumbled across some extra fucking uh, chapters to the Bible. And we're going to write our own Bible that had the missing chapters in it. We should write the Bible too. Oh, by the sequel. What happened? Right. Or the newer the newer testament. And just you have like just update the fucking Bible to show the last I mean the Bible stopped when? Fuck, I don't know. Two hundred AD or something? Why something. not write the fucking updated version of the Bible and say, Hey, this is how we learn from things, right? This we know this shit really fucking happened, or most of it can be proven by science, maybe. That's not a bad idea. That's really not a bad idea to go like paragraph oh by paragraph God. and like update it. The creationist Bible, where at the point, we don't know what happened to this point, but starting right now, we know what the fuck happened. Right. And we just fucking cite shit from history and make good little stories out of it, because that's all the Bible really is, right? Like a, It's like a nothing but a Lucille Ball episode, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got a story with a fucking uh, storyline and an arc and then a fucking lesson at the end. Remember that time Moses... He filled up his shower with all that red sea water. I do. I do remember that. that I, remember, I think he stuffed Cain down in the bottom of it to plug the hole, and somehow he didn't have to kill him or something. I think so. And then remember that they were on that conveyor belt where he had to package the myrrh? That's right. I do remember that. And I remember, I think, if I recall correctly, when they opened the door to let the water out, Moses' water, there was the, Noah built an ark. And he fucking had to surf on that water till he came to rest against the giant toilet. He planned ahead. Nobody expected it, but he did. That's right. That because uh, he downloaded something from the cloud that told him <laughs> to the ark. The cloud. That's just what angels are now. Angels. The cloud is is angels now. Angels are just tech support. Right, there you go. In real life, you should fucking make a T-shirt out of that. <laughs> Tech support is my co-pilot. <laughs> oh, there's many a nerd that would like you. Oh like my god! I know that there is. We could sell that in our 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 online t-shirt store for sure. Dude, I I really like your idea though of like printing a, a version of the Bible that has like paragraph paragraph, but in between is like, here's what we know now. Right. This is the real. It, right. Whether it supports the Bible or not, just totally like objective. The factual Bible. 
Right. Bible, I mean, really, that's what it'd be. Fact, we're fact checking the Bible. That'd be wild. That that would sell. Get the team on it. I will. Call tech support. Call your co-pilot and get him on it. I'll, I'll pray. Well, I guarantee you, here's the sad part. In five years, we'll see that some fucking company has decided to do that like they always do. I mean, we are. This I'm realizing our, our visions are five years in the future. Usually when we say it on this show, five years from now, something happens that is our creation. I think we are the center and the heroes of our own simulation. I would agree with that 100%. But there, there are some nefarious players that have some manner of control that no one talks about. I'm also thinking maybe these nefarious players are us on the outside of our thing, and we're saying, okay, that did happen, right? You made that happen. Your idea sparked that to happen. We made it happen parallel to you, right, like someone else did it. But you need to believe in your future ideas enough to make them happen on your own. Does that make sense? You've blown my fucking mind wide open. Seeing that people are making our things because they do work and they have value, we just aren't fucking following them through on them. We are like the voice of God to them. (laughs) Yes, we are. Wherever that little idea comes to someone, they hear it on our radio show, unfortunately. Or they hear of it by way of the radio show somehow. Or they hear of it because they hear it in your voice coming to them in the shower. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm trying to fill up like a right. tool. Exactly, while you're rewriting the Bible. Yes. Line by line. That's what I do in the shower. So I'm asking, you can do a pre, uh, like a Bible that includes prehistoric time, right? It's like, you don't have to say that dinosaurs didn't fucking exist. You just have to say that they existed before the fucking Bible started. Mm-hmm. I mean, why can't you, you can make a more legitimate Bible by doing that, that people could say, okay, Maybe there was a Jesus. We just can't say that, okay, science has proved that the Bible's not true. We just do a Bible with like a prelog. It's like, hey, there was dinosaurs, then there was people. And then this guy knew this guy, and they did this and that, because they know Pontius Pilate was real, right? Yeah, and I think Jesus was a real person. Right. But look, when you start a project, how many times when you're starting a project do you do like a first draft or like a rough deal, and you're like, yeah, that ain't going to fucking work. And so you start over. But who's to say God didn't do that before he landed on, like, humans and what we That's know how? That's a good point. Very good point. So dinosaurs don't have to be like, oh, they didn't exist, or their bones are put there to test our faith. No, that was God's first try right. trying to make there something. He's like, man, these things are too fucking big. Because trees and things were fucking around back then, right? So they're part of the original creation story. You keep, you make something first, you do a first draft, you keep what works, you throw out what doesn't. Well, then I guess the real fucking hardcore Christians would say, well, God is so great, Rufus, that he doesn't make mistakes. But, you know, only God can judge God's mistakes in my opinion. Whoa, dude, I'm going to jot that down. That's deep. Thank you. I'm going to start a religion on it. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And then just say, okay, then people were created, and that's what happened. Now we have a fucking totally believable Bible. Then now coronavirus is coming around because he didn't like this version. So it's about to get rebooted. And okay, maybe the flood didn't cover the whole fucking earth, 
but it could have covered wherever <laughs> Nut was at. It could have covered enough. I mean, people weren't exactly like jet setting around the <laughs> right, fucking Yeah, world. they were traveling like 40 miles from their fucking home right. lifetime. There could be a big enough flood within 40 miles that you're like, holy fuck, the whole world is underwater. Right. And you can't get past it to see. Right. And two animals of every kind. Of course, that's just a metaphor, right? I'm thinking, though. They didn't write the first part of the Bible with all the dinosaurs and shit the first time, when like when they were writing it on papyrus and shit, because that's a lot of fucking writing. It is. Well, I don't think they even knew about dinosaurs then. Probably not. I mean, surely they had to stumble across a fucking dinosaur's, like, remains, bones and shit. You know what I mean? What do you do when you're like a fucking... I guess you probably think you're pretty cosmopolitan as a first century Israelite, you know what I mean? Or a Roman person. Then you're out in the fucking desert and you stumble across this giant fucking beast that you've never seen in real life. Right. right? Its head is as big as a fucking RV. Well, that's that's probably, I mean, they couldn't like carbon date that shit. That might be where like the tales of like Goliath came from, you know, wow, it's a bone from a giant. Must yeah, be. Good point. Look so, at us, dude. We're we're like we got it all figured out. We're a scientific podcast now. Why are people not fucking listening in and calling in right now? Call in and and tell me and Rufus how smart we are at six four six 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 eight eight two six because we're fucking lighting it on fire tonight. Okay? We are. We are on fire politically. There's no way your quarantine can be boring, teen, when you're listening to this fucking show. That's for no. sure. Especially not now. I mean. If you're quarantined for coronavirus, you really should be reading the Bible at this point. You know, I know people are all freaked about being quarantined, but in my personal experience right now, I feel like I've been quarantined for about the last fucking seven and a half years anyways, other than occasionally eating out. Being quarantined is my default setting. I don't like interacting with people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about what stocks would you buy, right, if you're quarantined? I'm like, Amazon. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, those are the ones that are going to fucking dine and dash. <laughs> you know, all the ones where you don't have to fucking interact with people. Dine and dash. You mean door dash? Oh, door dash. <laughs> I call it dine and dash. I've only done that twice in my life, dude. I never have felt so fucking guilty in my life or like I was going to get in trouble. Really? I'm a terrible person and I've never done it. How, what, I know. What? I'm going to tell you why I did it, Rufus. But I'm going to tell you after the break. I'm going to tell you in the VIP Why? So, folks, stick with us on this boring quarantine uh, weekend with the double Z and the big R, episode 345 here. We're going to take it into the VIP in 47 seconds. But in the meantime, uh, uh, I'm just going to do this. That's soothing. That's quite it soothing. was it. That is yeah. almost put people to sleep. It almost put me down. Uh, wait, what note is this? Uh, that is a uh, that is a uh, uh, Q sharp. <laughs> Thank you. All right, take it to the VIP. See you on the other side, folks.
for joining Rufus and Zigzag on the VIP part of our show. Thanks for joining us, folks. You thought the other part of the show was unboring? Wait till we get into this part of the fucking show. <laughs> now you're in for a treat. It's, it's got to be hot sauce time pretty quick. So anyways, the only reason I ever died in Dash is because I we waited so long for the fucking bill that never came that I'm like, I will not. I refuse to fucking wait any longer. Justified. If they don't want their money enough to get you a bill timely, then get the fuck out. Fuck them. You know where it was? It's the kettle. Remember the kettle by St. Edwards? The kettle. Vaguely. Oh, it was like a Waffle House with a different name. Yeah, but it was all you could eat. Right? They had all you could eat breakfast buffet, right? I, it, yes. It the morning. Probably a big money loser for them, I would think. Yeah, but so good. But yeah, I just. The lady, I mean, I felt bad that we did it, but it just the service was so bad, first of all, right? And at all you could eat buffet, we couldn't get fucking service. How is that even fucking possible? And then she just never brought the check for like fucking an hour at three o'clock in the morning. So I dined and dashed. I think actually that was the only time that I dined and dashed. And I was so afraid we were gonna get caught though. I knew I do know that. Uh, I think that's justified. If if they're not get, if they're, you're going to be ignored, then you should be able to walk out totally ignored. You're exactly right. Thank you, Rufus, for justifying my stealing. I do appreciate that. What what version of the Bible shall we put that in? Thou stealest is justified if waitest too longest. It's got to be a, a rewrite of the Ten Commandments. You know what? We will update the Ten Commandments. They should be updated. I do think a lot of reasons that people break the Ten Commandments because they don't know exactly what they mean, because they're know. written in like ancient, like text, right? Thou right. shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. Well, I mean, what if she's super hot? I mean, and who knows what thou and maybe you're mixed up. Maybe you're like, well, thou that's not me because me is me and thou is like some other thing. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand that speak. And it's isn't it okay to covet but not act upon? I mean, if my neighbor's wife right. is hot, I can't help right. but covet. And well, I mean, yeah, I, I, we'll just update everything and be like, you should not fuck your neighbor's wife. We'll do like a, a white trash <laughs> version of the Bible. <laughs> Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. Why not? Don't say God damn it. I mean, that's a one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a few. Basically, don't say God damn it. Right? I mean, don't steal other people's shit. Right. Um, you know, I can see how people are confused. No wonder no one listens to the fucking Bible anymore. They just don't get it. This was written too long ago. We need the updated version, just like you're saying. We should. I mean, we should update it. How long would that take? You think we get some Indian guys to do it instead? Uh, they're completely unfamiliar with the Bible. They worship That's a fucking... That's what makes them so easy to tell what to do to the Bible. That's true. That's true. They wouldn't have a bias. Right, because they don't believe in it, right? So to them, it's just a fucking, like, a comic book, you know? <laughs> and they don't believe... I mean, think about it. When you think of someone else's religion, right, and you're raised Catholic or whatever, and I'm not even a religious guy anymore, but if you would come to me with, like, some other religion, like, oh, yeah. whatever they believe in over there, I'm like, oh, that's that's not... Real. That's a comic book. Exactly. That's what they believe in their feeble mind. So I assume that that's what they believe about our quote unquote religion. Every religion thinks it's the one, but then every religion sounds <laughs> stupid to every other religion. Right. 
Well, and it's true. I mean, now thinking about it, is the the Bible just sounds stupid to me because really it's just a book of fucking fables. <clears throat> I mean, a fable says lie in the very name of it, doesn't that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's allegories, you know, tales. You're supposed to teach yeah. lessons, I guess. Right. And, you know, I try to tell that to some people. They just don't get it, Rufus. They just don't get it. Well, some people take it literally. They're like, this I is know. really. You know, the crazy part is, is people hear that I go to Catholic school, right, and they think that I fucking take the, the Bible literally. When I can tell you the day in the 10th grade when our teacher told us not to take the fucking Bible literally. Wow. Right? like okay i get it because you know in 10th grade i guess people are starting to smoke weed and stuff people are like what about dinosaurs right yeah. what about, oh did noah really build a fucking boat and put two of every fucking animal on it i mean that boat would have to be like ten thousand feet across <laughs> yeah. right and finally she i mean she was she was like a hippie lady right and i guarantee you and i went to a catholic high school was she a nun no well she was a sister she was she did she was wear like a habit and stuff but she was she was kind of in training to be a nun right okay. cool and, uh, i like her she had a really big rack too dude really big rack oh she was blessed and she was blessed <laughs> she was blessed for sure and you know we were just asking these questions and i guess she was young enough or whatever but she's like okay guys you i get your questions they make a lot of sense you're making a lot of good points but you really can't interpret the bible literally you just you right. can't. And then she got into like it's all about faith. It's all about wanting to believe what the Bible says. You know, what I mean, that's how you're. That's you know. Then they get into the tricky part, like, well, that's God testing you to see if you really believe in His, you know, and all that bullshit. But right, it was like you can't believe it. It it, it didn't really happen the way that it fucking is drawn out in the in the Bible. And so I tell that people story all the time. They're like, well, what about the Bible? And I'm like, look. I went to Catholic school and they taught us you don't fucking interpret the Bible literally. You just can't. You can't. In, in its essence, in the, the pure essence of interpreting the Bible literally, it makes the Bible a liar on itself. It makes it a pretty bad book if you take it personally. I mean, if you yeah. like do it word for word. Yeah, I mean, how could you ever believe it? Yeah, our updated version has a place in fucking society, dude. It Fuck really yeah, does. I think it does, dude. I I, I really I, like that idea. I think we would be doing modern re- Christianity a fucking service because not only would you be able to write in that first part of the Bible, right, with all the, the uh, dinosaurs and shit like that, but there would be certain parts of the Bible that you can prove actually happened. Yes, exactly. So then you're yep. lending credibility to the Bible because then you're like, oh, it's just a book, right? There's a few parts of it that are fucking true. That's what I'm saying. Make it totally unbiased. And just to be like, yeah, this shit fucking happened. These people, we have documentation. Here's the notes and, like, have references and stuff. And then other shit be like, well, that's, you know, that's not right. possible. They're or trying true. to we, tell a story here. They're trying to imbibe across the reader that, you know, certain things, you know, certain ways to live your life and be a fucking decent human being. Because there's right. a lot of credibility in the fucking stories of the Bible of how they teach you. You know, not to fucking kill people or fuck your neighbor's wife or any of the Ten Commandments. Sure. But I think also some of the commandments could probably be done away with. Right? We need to do like the Eight Commandments or something like that. Like, most of them have been done away with. Well, like, I mean, people. Well, there's, yeah, I think you're right about that. But we need to like focus on like the four real commandments. Like don't <laughs> kill someone else. Right. You know, and don't, uh, don't covet thy neighbor's 
property, maybe. I mean, wife, that's kind of up to her, really. I don't want to be conductive. <laughs> Hey, you know, hey, your wife doesn't want to be coveted. Women are equals; they can make up their own minds. That's exactly right. I'm all about I'm that. I'm presenting an opportunity to my neighbor's wife. Right. You're just she like can act on it or not. I dare you to go to your neighbor now and be like, "Covet? You want to covet me?" <laughs> See what someone would say. Hey, I've been coveting you lately. Right. How about a covet job? <laughs> I want you to covet just my wiener right with your mouth right now. Covet me, but mind the teeth. <laughs> Thou, that'll be another thing. Thou shalt not give toothy blowjobs. <laughs> Again, very quality good updates. Yeah, exactly. Updates for the fucking... You could almost do it in like... You could do all kinds of versions. You know what I mean? You could do one in slang that's updated, right? I mean, we first of all, we've got... Yes, we update the whole Bible, but then we do like an Ebonics version. They did one. I was about to say that. Don't you remember they when did? they did? They did an Ebonics Bible, yes. How does that – give me a fucking line from the Ebonics Bible. Oh, shit. I don't know, but I remember it was big news when it came out in like the 90s or – Ebonics, remember that? Tell me they did not add the dinosaurs. No, they were Dino Bros. <laughs> oh, and Dino Hoes. The Ebonics Bible, King James Version. Well, of course it's the King James Version. Oh, shit. I can't find it. It's coming up, but I can't. you got to buy it. What? Surely there's one line from the Ebonics Bible out there. The Ebonics Bible Translation Project. Let me try type. Try, let me type Ebonics Bible quotes. There you go. Now you're thinking. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is getting serious, folks. Rufus took off his sunglasses. Jesus Jesus talks to Nicodemus. Had one Pharisee guy, his name Nicodemus, and he was one leader for the Jewish people. One night he went go by Jesus and tell him, Teacher, we know that you want teacher who come from God because nobody can show us the kind wisdom stuff that you doing if God no stay with him. Dude, that's seriously verbatim what it says. Dude, you should do a fucking whole rap album, nothing but you doing the Ebonics fucking Bible. That had flow. You Dude, that's crazy. The, Jesus tell him, that's right. <laughs> no! Jesus tell him, that's right, and I tell you this too. Whoever not born again God's new way, they no go to get to God the king. Dude, this fucking thing was not written by black people. This Ebonics Bible was written by no, white people. No, it was written by white people yeah, wanting black I, people to like them. Yeah, something is wrong with those. That, that, there was too many disses and not enough that's emphasis, it. right? There had to be at least one or two motherfuckers in there if I'm fucking buying it. It's on BibleGateway.com. It's a legit site. Oh, my God. How insulting is that to black people? Dude, Ebonics was the ultimate insult to fucking black people. That's fucking not? insulting as hell. Yeah, I mean, I don't, where are they ever they thought, I mean, weren't they trying to teach Ebonics, like math in Ebonics? The people were like, Joe Schmo goes and buys a quarter pound of fucking high grade marijuana. Then right. he cuts it down into eighths and fucking sells it, you know, to school children for fucking 25 bucks a lid. You know, and they're like, yo, that's it's fucking cr- I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. So you can check it out later. It's, it's Dude, I don't even want to get started on this. I it please was, make me get started reading this. 
it was hard to read because I mean they you'll see it. It's hard to read. I know, but I guarantee you I will go through fucking most of this fucking Bible now. It might be the closest I'll ever get to actually reading the Bible. Well, b- being a uh, a black person as you are, you'll you might learn I'm just something. Saying, from it. Being, but being a white person, I might not understand it at all, just because I don't understand ebonics. You won't eat, uh, you won't understand it because it was written by a white person trying That's to right. be black. That's probably right. And you, uh, truly, there's a, some kind of a translator for that, where they just copy and pasted all the Bible and put it into some ebonics translator program that just switched it all over. <laughs> The translator's probably a black guy who just rolled his eyes the entire fucking time. It's oh, like, oh, my God. The sad part is, dude, the really sad part is it was probably a bunch of people hired by fucking one of these bullshit <clears throat> uh, evangelists, right? And they're like, we need to bring a new flock in. So they got 20 fucking white yep. guys sitting around a table watching old Stanford and son rerun <laughs> to learn how to speak ebonics. They're like, Grady. <laughs> Grady, motherfucker, Grady. And Jesus, and Jesus done say, Elizabeth, I'm coming. Right, there you go. <laughs> there you fucking go. Elizabeth, Rollo, you forsaken like, me. Lilo. Rollo. Yes, I do. like the dope dealer. I love, there's, there's at least ten fucking episodes of Stanford Sun that have to do with marijuana. Oh, yeah, Stanford Sun was great. That, was, was great. that you know what's oddly enough? That was on that weird fucking show at like getting, 7 o'clock at night. I'm telling you, too, that was on the same channel I was talking about with all the old shit that I watched. Yeah, I mean, you're like, what a fucking weird mix of shit. It had Sanford and Son, it had What's Happening, and it had Good Times. What's time. Happening, all right? Black shows. Dude, I just watched Good Times the other night. I loved Good Times when I was a kid. Yeah, what? The fucking theme song to Good Times is the most depressing fucking thing, and that they show, dude... If yeah. you've an episode of fucking Good Times lately... Dude, that show was was real. I mean, it was the sitcom, oh, but it was yeah, fucking no, dark. It was fucking hard, yeah. Real fucking dark. Yeah, it was real dark. I mean, they had one where... The one that I watched the other day was the James, right? The older guy. The dad of the family. He was being audited by the IRS, right? They thought that they owed, he owed them 110 or they He owed them $110. So they brought him down to, like, the station, which I don't... I don't know if the IRS ever did that or does that now, but so they bring him in, and it turns out he owes them or they owe him three hundred bucks, right? Oh shit! But then he takes that three hundred bucks instead of sticking it in the bank or whatever, he goes and blows it on a bunch of fucking garbage. Oh no! You know, I mean, it was like that—that that was the rut, I guess. That you know, I don't know, I don't know. I wasn't. It was unfair. Whatever they did to black people was definitely unfair. Oh yeah. For sure. It still is. Because really, you know, I hate that the people are like, we care about Jewish people and everybody is fucking anti-Semite or whatever. You know what I mean? But, I mean, they've been fucking persecuting black people for fucking the last hundred years by just locking them up. Right. It's like a long, slow persecution. It didn't happen like the Holocaust, right? It didn't all go down at once in a couple of years. It's just been the same fucking thing over the last fucking hundred years. Like a death by a thousand cuts. Man, we are on it tonight, Rufus. I'm going to say that next next episode, I'm going to smoke this blue haze again because I had to hit a blue haze before we started this. Ooh, blue haze yeah. sounds good. All right, let's fire up the lights and do this. Open. Talk. I'm trying to get it open because I'm already trying to pee. 
I mean, I've already got to pee. Let it go. Just let it fucking go. It's I that kind of show. I, I'm it's wearing that kind of show. We're we're we've been touched tonight. I'm wearing new slacks from Kohl's. I'm not gonna piss in them. You you are not. You're not even wearing pants. How dare you say that? That's true. I'm not even wearing underwear. I dude, I can't get this fucking thing open. I really fucking can't. Insane. You had this problem a couple episodes ago, I remember. So quit making that face. Yeah, but I solved the problem because I solved problems. Oh, there you go. You got it. I solved it. You must have watched that episode where I solved the problem. It was the riddle of the Sphinx for our new version of the Bible. <laughs> the riddle of the Sphinx. Zigzag opens the magical hot potion and pours it into his mouth and then speaks in tongues while answering Jeopardy questions. This is going to suck, dude. I've already been preparing myself by eating this other stuff today. Yeah, you're... No, see, that wasn't even planned. The problem was I got high before the show. Then I went upstairs and I saw a little bag of legs potato chip, right? And then I brought this wall home, wall sauce, because this wall sauce, actually, what I do when I cook a batch of chili, I bring... I always order the wall sauce on the side, right? Because I'm never going to pour it on the wings. Sure. But I bring home the wall sauce, and I add it to a ch- my chili, right? Like Ooh. a pot of chili. If you add one thing of fucking wall sauce, you're in business, my son. You're in really? Put that in the Bible. Put that in the double Z Bible. <laughs> That's true shit. That'll be one of the commandments. <laughs> Thou shalt anoint thy groin with the wall sauce. <laughs> It'll be like our baptism. The wall sauce... <laughs> Get baptized by hot sauce on your groin. Yes. I love it. Dude, you can almost turn it. We can say put it in your eyeball. Maybe like, yeah, if you really believe you're, you can't see oh, yeah. third eye, so we add super hot, hot sauce to your eyes so you see visions of double Z and Rufus pilfering your wallet. <laughs> of course, you don't know that for like another five years until we well, bought sure. our island. <laughs> You know what it smells like. Why even smell it, Rufus? Why uh, I, smell it? You know, it's funny. I smelled them all the other day. They smell identical. I, damn I threw all mine out except for this one now. Oh, and I have number five sitting here, too, but I did like an office cleanup before the show today. Yeah, I got mine. Long overdue, trust me. I got every one of them lined up. There's like three that are missing. I don't know what happened to them, but I got all these lined up. They're memories. Boys taking them and experimenting. Fire up Alexa now. I don't want to drink this and then All have right. to wrestle with Alexa. Alexa. Get her going. Hey, easy there, big fella. I'm not looking forward to this one. It's going to be rough. Uh, play Jeopardy. Uh, really? Alexa, play Jeopardy. Beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. This is Jeopardy. And now, here is your host... Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. You missed all the days from the past week. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Monday? Oh, shit, dude, that one's not thick. No, it's no, not. You can That's catch really up on the clues at any I time by playing Ask Jeopardy or Catch Up. Thanks for playing. See you next time. Bye. That was fun. Let's try another. If you enjoyed Jeopardy, what? Amazon recommends a popular game called Question of the Day. Alexa, you want to try it? Play Jeopardy. Oh my God, dude. Sure. I have Jeopardy. It all fucking Jeopardy. Right down my throat. Yeah, me too. Oh, categories that appear in that day's broadcast. I got the hiccups. 
Shout your response for an authentic Jeopardy. Oh, my God. Experience. Do you want to try it? Yes, play Jeopardy. Oh my God. Oh my God. My Jeopardy is, is rated 4.0 stars by over 47,000 people. What are you doing? Would you like to try it? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okie dokie. Here's Jeopardy. Oh my God. Oh. This is Jeopardy. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trivet. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, oh. players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this <laughs> Which would you like to play? Catch up. There are all five days to play from the past week. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Monday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my Here God. are the clues for the Jeopardy round. Whoa. The first category oh, is fairy tale police report. Ah. Meaning the fairy tale characters. Who are the subject of the fictitious police report? We tried to nab them for littering, but birds ate the evidence. Maybe they know about the smoke over the witch's house. Who is who are Hansel and Gretel? Good job. Our category is around the world. Oh my god. From the native word for great thirst or waterless place, this desert covers a large part of southern Africa. What is the Sahara? Oh. No, that's incorrect. Oh, no. The correct Gobi. response was what is the Kalahari? Oh. Our third category is game time. This game is available in a one-night ultimate edition where players have five minutes to catch the title lycanthrope. Repeat the question. <laughs> Again, the category is game time. This game is available in a one-night ultimate edition where players have five minutes to catch the title lycanthrope. What is Clue? Again, the category is Game Time. Game is available in a one-night ultimate edition, where players have five minutes to catch the title lycanthrope. What? I... Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, Who is? or What is? Who is Peter Pan? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is werewolf? What? Our next category is Lifetime Movie Title. This irritable feline of internet fame came to Lifetime to have the worst Christmas ever. Who? Who is Garfield? No, who is Grumpy Cat? That's not it. Who? The correct response Grumpy was, who is cat. Grumpy Cat? Grumpy Cat. Our category is four-letter words with one vowel. It's the more common name for ferric oxide. What is rust? Correct. Wow. Your next category is American women and politics. In 2018, at age 29, she defeated Anthony Pappas to become the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. Who is Ocasio-Cortez? Correct. Let's see what's in store for the She's next hot. She is hot. The category is electricity. While 120 is standard in the U.S., most of the world's power outlets run at this voltage. Oh, what is... See you one... next time. Huh? What is 110? Continue, Jeopardy. Hmm. Oh, my. Looks like you didn't finish the quiz <sighs> earlier today. Would you like to resume your Jeopardy game now? Yes. 
Let's get back to where you left off. The next category is electricity. While 120 is standard in the U.S., most of the world's power outlets run at this voltage. What, what is uh, 210? That's not it. The correct response was what is 220. Our next Jeopardy category is city films. The response includes the name of a city. 1964, Elvis Presley plays race car driver, Lucky Jackson. Repeat the question. Again, the category is city films. 1964, Elvis Presley plays race car driver, Lucky Jackson. What is Viva Las Vegas? You're right. Your ninth category is only the good characters die young. Gavroche sang as he dodged bullets in this Victor Hugo work, but a fateful shot cut his last couplet short. Who is the Incredible Hulk? Yes, that's correct. Our 10th Jeopardy category is 19th century history. In 1819, after the first war named for these Native Americans, Spain ceded Florida to the U.S. Repeat the question. Again, the category is 19th century history. In 1819, after the first war named for these Native Americans, Spain ceded Florida to the U.S. What are the Cherokee? <coughs> the correct response was, who are the Seminoles? Your next category is three O's for you. The response includes the letter O three times. Fab Five Freddy credits hip-hop's growth in New York to the cassette and this device that was portable by 70s standards. What is the boom box? Good job. Our last Jeopardy category is macho cheese. Gouda cheese is not named for its agreeable taste or strong aroma, but rather for a city in this country, its place of origin. What is France? What? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is the Netherlands? All right, let's see how you did not on good. this. Not good. That's pretty good. Oof. You scored half the clues today. Your game time for today is 4 minutes and 37 seconds. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? One more day? One more day. Yes. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. That was hot. Get was ready hot. for yeah, these clues. Fucking you know, the chocolate takes it out of your mouth, though. Your first category is the Constitution says. This amendment protects the right of the people to be secure against unreasonable searches and seizures. What is... Again, the category is the Constitution says, this amendment protects the right of the people to be secure against unreasonable searches and seizures. What is the First Amendment? That's freedom of speech. No, the correct response was what is the Fourth? The next category is geography. Nunavut is Canada's largest territory by area, while this is its largest province. What is Quebec? Yes, that's it. Your category is whose number one album. In 1979, <coughs> their album The Long Run began a long run at number one. Who is the Eagles? Good job. The next Jeopardy category is inch words. Inch words. The response includes the letters I. N, C, 
H in order. It's a hoisting machine driven by a crank. What is a winch? Good job. Correct. Our fifth Jeopardy category is distill crazy. Black barrel and castmates are two varieties of this triple distilled Irish whiskey. What is scotch? Ah, That's bourbon. Not the correct response was what is Jameson? Jameson? The oh, Jeopardy brand. category Jameson is after the all these brand. years. In 2020, this team that calls Oracle Park home made Alyssa Nacken the first female full-time coach in MLB's 117-year history. Who is the San Francisco 49ers? Correct. Wow. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Our category is Pro Bonobo Work. To help protect the species from poachers, you can adopt a bonobo <laughs> through the WWF, <laughs> this conservation organization. <laughs> Repeat the question. <laughs> the category is pro bonobo work. <laughs> to help protect the species from poachers, you can adopt a bonobo through the WWF, this conservation organization. What is the World Wildlife Fund? You're right. Our eighth Jeopardy category is antonyms. Of banal, bellicose, or bucolic, the one that's the opposite of peaceful. Repeat the question. Again, the category is antonyms. Of banal, bellicose, or bucolic, the one that's the opposite of peaceful. What is banal? Ah! No, the correct response was what is bellicose? Our category is ancient Greek theater. Though he's known to have written more than 120 dramas, only seven survive today, including Oedipus Rex. Who is Socrates? Sorry, the correct response was who is Sophocles. Your 10th Jeopardy category is aptly named. For 12 years, William Headline was the Washington Bureau Chief for this Ted Turner-founded TV channel. What is CNN? Good job. Our next category is that so 500 years ago. On June 15, 1520, Pope Leo X issued a bull threatening this 95 theses theologian with excommunication. Who is Luther? Yes, that's correct. Our final category is playing real people. Blanche <coughs> played Catherine Hepburn. And Leonardo DiCaprio played Howard Hughes in this film. Repeat the question. Again, the category is playing real people. Kate Blanchett played Catherine Hepburn, and Leonardo DiCaprio played Howard Hughes in this film. What is Howard Hughes, the movie? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is the aviator? <laughs> you did today. All righty. You got 7 of 12. Oh, man, you have right responded there, to 106 right? clues correctly since you began playing Jeopardy. You skipped three days in this past week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? One more? <clears throat> I got to pee. And I'm you misery. skipped Dude. three days in this past week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? No. Pause. You can catch up on the week's clues at any time by saying Ask Jeopardy for catch up. Thanks for playing. For even more Jeopardy, okay, download stop. the mobile Alexa. game for your phone or... Shut down. Jeez. Nice.
my gut's starting to twist up. We got to be careful with this motherfucker, dude, because it might be juicy like that last one was. I'm not doing that. I did the old put my tongue in and then pound on it because I thought yeah. it was going to be super thick and it fucking sprayed down my throat. I always think of a porn star getting a fucking full throat. Yeah. Of uh, chlamydia feels like. I have a feeling. I'm glad to know it it wasn't just mine. It was yours because mine was like total liquid. Oh, yeah, mine was too. No, that was the worst it's been for sure. That's definitely the worst it's been. I'd be surprised if I have a voice tomorrow. All right, Rufus. Well, you've done it all. You've said it all. You've proven things, you've invented things, you've said things that you'll regret tomorrow, I'm sure, or maybe tonight even. I've done the same. And I just want to say thanks, folks, for joining us on Hypersloth Happy Hour episode number 345. This quarantine was anything but boring. You know what? We should start a thing with fundraiser where, you know what, you get quarantined and we're sick too? Come quarantine out with Zigzag and Rufus. You know, The quarantine party. But we'll do it like this. We'll just have an online quarantine party. Fuck yeah. Where we just invite people to fucking come in on the show and we just chill out and they show us their boobs eventually, right? I mean, that's how any hypersloth three-way is going to go, I have a feeling. I would hope. I would hope. You think we could get someone to do I bet we could do that. I bet we could talk a chick into showing us her tits on on Skype. The way coronavirus is spreading, I'm sure we could find somebody who's infected and willing to show tits. I do think the first thing we need to do, though, and I want, I'm, t- I'm being serious about this, is um, get some concoction together and start selling it to people as the fucking next thing that cures coronavirus, some very, very fine print at the bottom that says it has never been tested by the DNA. Or so the let's, just, let's just sell them number 10. Let's do it. Let's do it. It'll guarantee to clean you out. You know what, though? Theoretically, I bet the capsaicin... Inside, this is how you could do this, Rufus. Just bear with me for one second, then you can go pee. <clears throat> you say, all right, you pour fucking capsaicin on the coronavirus itself. It's got to kill it. I guarantee it fucking kills it. It's got, right? If it doesn't, then we're doomed. Because, so, you, I mean, guarantee it kills it, I would imagine. Like, even putting air on it would probably fucking theoretically kill it. You know what I mean? And you just say, okay, yeah, it beats it. We've proven it in the lab. We can fucking kill coronavirus with this number 10 hot sauce. Prove us wrong. I mean, maybe we can't cure it when it when it gets into your lungs and becomes something else. Yeah. Because that's what it is, right? It just becomes like a respiratory infection. Now it just becomes symptoms that fucking kill Oh, you. shit. I just sneezed, dude, for real. Oh, shit. So wash your hands, dude, and quarantine yourself. Pour gas on yourself and life. Yeah. No, I hope it's the hot sauce because, man, I just sneezed twice. For real. Oh, shit. It's not like karma. It's not a foreshadowing. <laughs> Me too. I hope we haven't lost control of our own simulation. Uh, maybe we're testing ourselves because, you know what? This morning, I swear I was having trouble breathing, and I had like a few coughs this morning. That's not a lie, Rufus. Okay. Come on. Now you're freaking me out. No, I'm being dead serious. So, you know what? If you are <laughs> with my reality uh-huh. as you on the outside sitting next to me on the outside of our experience, Quit fucking with my reality by making me cough because now I'm making you sneeze. When we get out of this simulation, yeah. I'm going to kick your ass if you're fighting. Yeah. Right. I want to see it. We're fighting up there right now. I can hear the scuffle. We're having an argument. It's a, a petty, stupid argument. It, but that's, it, I'm going to make you sick. No, I'm going to make you over sick. over a woman. Probably over a fucking woman. It'd be my imagine. Probably. Probably a woman that doesn't even like either one of us. Right. But it wouldn't show <laughs> us tits. I'm blaming you. My like, Rufus, she won't show us her tits. Turn your camera off. 
And you're like, no, she won't show you her tits. Well, I'm going to give you coronavirus in the simulation. And no, just, you got it back. Uh, we're petty let's, and stupid. Let's just stop this right now. Let's remember that we are omniscient, right? Yeah. So let's just quit the fooling around and get back to making shit happen. All right, Rufus. Uh, All right, bud. My friend. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, I'm going to play out with some music, Rufus. Yeah, please do. I'm going to play an oldie but a goodie. Beer is food, folks. Check it out. The Double Z and the Rufus at their finest. Hey, I sent you that song. Don't uh, didn't get it. You sent me what? I sent you a song via text. Oh, it's, shit. I, I like, may not have gotten it. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second, but I get it. I keep my phone on Do Not Disturb because I, so do I don't I like never being disturbed. I never so if I ever don't respond, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because I, know, I, but I told another I'm guy that exact same thing, but I was lying too. I'm not lying now. No, I'm not lying either. I always keep my phone. Because if I, if I have it on ring, I'll never get anything done. And it's not like I got this great fucking group of friends that are like, hey, dude, what are you doing or whatever. I mean, I got some right. friends, but it's more like some asshole calling me for no reason. Well, I work with Romanians, so my phone will start buzzing at like one in the morning. Right? They're like, Reeves, he's the American. He works for us. He works our hours now. He's up all night right. listening to us. So I keep that shit off. Then I forget that. I forget to turn it off. So have you ever tried to like work their hours, like stay up and say, you know what, be up for their work day? Fuck no. They don't pay me enough for that. The crazy part is, is you get your whole workday done with them via email in probably one hour, right? Of serious shit that needs to be done concerning them. Well, you know why? It it takes me so much less time to get my job done. It's because I'm not awake with those guys. That's what I mean. Having right. to constantly fucking interact and respond to bullshit. Right. There I can just go. do it and do one of these and be like, whew, done. I hear you. I hear you. All right, Rufus. Until next week's show, where we will be doing the number 12 Idiot Hot Sauce Roulette Challenge, folks. This is the, you're going to want to tune in because Rufus will be wearing a diaper. And I will be wearing no pants, but sitting on a bucket. <laughs> All right, folks. Rufus, give us a, a hypersauce howl, would you? Oh, oh, oh. And the double Z's giving a. Oh, oh, oh. Are your dogs howling? No, oh, I heard my son do it. He heard oh. me do it. There you go. His son is howling. See, we've already converted one Vlad tonight. Watch out, America and the rest of the world. Double Z signing off. Rufus signing off. Ho, ho, ho. Until next week. Be good, people.
Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.